we just wrapped up season two. And on this bonus episode, I tell you a recent story about being detained at the Mexico City Airport on my way to Monterrey, Nuevo Leon. Stay tuned for season three as we fast forward from the 90s into the early 2000s in Mexico. It was all about adapting to a new environment as a fugitive. Shit gets real, real fast. Inside a sinister mind. A sinister mind inside. A sinister mind inside. A sinister mind. You are now tuned in to a sinister mind inside. A sinister mind inside. A sinister mind inside. A sinister mind. You are now tuned in to a sinister mind. You know, as I as I finished up the Agenda 32 album, you know, I I felt like. I didn't want to release the album unless I had like three or four videos on deck, you know? So I was like, okay, um, I wanted to shoot the Neto Reino song, you know, but he's out in Monterrey. And and the way it works right now, because of the whole fucking pandemic and everything, people that, that have visas to cross, they're not allowed to cross into the U.S. The only ones that are allowed to go back and forth across the, the Mexican border is American citizens. So I knew that he couldn't come this way. But, you know, I didn't I didn't let that be an obstacle. So, you know, I started plotting, trying to figure it out. And, we, you know, we came to the understanding that, fuck it, I'll fly out to Monterrey and we'll shoot the video out there. Um, Monterrey is a city in, in El Estado de Nuevo León. Um, Neto Reino comes from a, a city right off of, of Monterrey called Santa Catarina. Same city Babo from Cartel de Santas from. You know, so, you know, I, I start looking into the flights. I start, like, you know, we start chopping it up because I didn't want to see. First of all, the, fir- the first way that I thought I was going to do it was I was going to fly into Texas. And then me and Capone was going to, you know, go across the border and drive down. So basically, um, right there is uh, Laredo. So I would have to fly into Austin, drive down to Laredo cross the border, and then into Tamaulipas, and then into the style of Nuevo León. So, but for for those that don't know, those drives should be happening. You know what I'm saying? You might be going down that road, and all of a sudden, you know, dudes from El Noreste, or, or El Golfo, or, you know, whoever might have a fucking straight checkpoint in the middle of the road, in the middle of nowhere, you know, and, and you know... If I say it was it, it, it was dangerous, that wouldn't be enough, you know? This shit, anything could happen out there. So, you know, I decided to fuck it. I'll, I'll just, I'll fly in. You know, I didn't want to, like, go, you know, jump in a car, drive across the border, then drive. Like, I didn't want to do all that. So I was like, fuck it, I'll just fly in. So on Tuesday, September 29th of uh, running year, um, in one of our conversations, you know, me and Conejo, he tells me that uh, that he's going to Monterrey, and Monterrey to me is like it's la cuna de, de de la música regional norteña, you know, de, de los corridos like Invasores, Cadetes, uh, Carlos y José, 
So when he tells me he's going to Monterrey, I'm like, well, say, count me in, you know? Let me tag along, como chicle. And plus, you know, I was me traveling with, you know, my boy. So yeah, he's like, yeah, vamos, way, you know, vamos. Let's go check it out. You know, he had a video to shoot over there. So all right, you know, yeah, well, you know, we chop it up and I hang up and I call a friend of mine. Le llamo a Eva y le digo, hey Eva, este, sabes que voy a ir a este, voy a Monterrey este este fin de semana que viene. Este, un paro, you know, you know, you think, think you could come stay at the pad, you know, watch the pad for me and uh, take care of my dogs, because I don't like to leave my dogs, you know, home alone. So yeah, she's like, yeah, she goes, sure. She goes, as a matter of fact, you know what, déjate agarrar los boletos también, you know. She's like, sirve que te vas a dar la vuelta, you know, despejarte un poquito y, y uh, te vas con el, con el Ravs, because she knows Ravs, she's a friend of ours. Wednesday, she has my, my tickets for me, you know, ready for me and stuff. And uh, I hadn't talked to Conejo no more uh, for those days, and I ocupado. He was busy, you know, doing his thing. So basically, there was no direct flight from LAX to Monterrey. You had to catch a connecting flight out of Mexico City, so... Fuck it, you know, I, I get everything ready, start checking out all these hotels, get the Ramada, get this, like some flight shit, you know, some regular shit, you know, because even though the homie had told me, you know, Neto had told me, like, come come stay in my house, you know, it's, it, you'll be good right here, but, you know, out of respect to him and his family, you know, I just, you know, sometimes you need, you, not that I wouldn't, but I just, you know, sometimes you need your own space to, like, decompress and, and you know, whatever it may be, you know? So, fuck it. I booked the flights. It, it's, it's, it starts coming up. So, a day, I'm going to say two days, two days before I, no, yeah, a day before I, I caught the flight. Well, you know, I, I go to my, you know, I go to my prenda, my enganga, my enquisi, you know, and, and, and you know, I, I give myself a reading, you know. I do divination, you know, I just want to like, you know, and so that I may, I may ask for the blessing and, and, and so be it, you know, and as I'm doing this, you know, I start getting a reading and it's just like, it's, it's crazy as fuck, it's like, it's just straight warning me, it's telling me basically que si, que si if I decide to go over there, which I already had decided to, que I was going to find death over there, iba a encontrar la muerte allá. Basicamente, me iban a dar piso. One fucker's gonna smoke me, lay me out, whatever. You know, and, you know, I, I was in danger if I went over there. And I, and I started feeling it, you know. Shit started getting like, you know, like that, that sixth sense started kicking in. And um, so, you know, well, I'm, well, I'm right there, you know, and, and basically I'm trying to strategize with... with with my prenda, you know, okay, what if I cut this out, cut this out, cut this out, you know, no party, no this, no this, no eating out on the street, no, you know, like some strategy shit to be low key, and um, and it was like, yeah, that's cool, basically, you know, it, it, it would help your odds, but at the same time, what's waiting for you over there is unexpected, you know what I'm saying, so, yeah, you could do probably all that to, to help yourself, but... This shit might be a fucking runaway semi-truck smash or shit. Or, you know, you might just get a heart attack or, you know, mistaken identity, lo que sea, you know? 
But like I said, you know, I, you know, I'm responsible. I already had set this up. Um, you know, it's for the album. I want, I wanted to make this happen. Y pues, you know, I, the way I looked at it was like, all right, I, I, I get it. It's gonna be a dangerous place, but, but you know, you gotta do shit like this sometimes. You know, no, no pain, no gain. You know, you gotta like, you gotta sacrifice and you gotta go in there and and do what you gotta do. It's like doing a fucking show in the middle of fucking nowhere at the fucked up venue. And, and on your come up, you gotta do those spots. You gotta hit those little fucking raggedy ass venues out of state and small markets. Or, and you know what I'm saying? So it's that type of risk. So, but over here, it's, it's, it's more because, you know, I, I I was in Mexico for all those years. And over here, it's like, like I said before, you know, life is cheap. It, it doesn't have the same value. You know, yeah, you could get smoked over here, but over there, they might fucking sever your head, sever all your fucking limbs. And throw that bitch up on YouTube, you know? And the dude that did it will probably fucking put a little sign right there if he's not in the video and fucking take credit for what he just did to you, you know? So, you know, shit gets real. Y este, entonces, so I'm like, fuck it, you know? I'm gonna go. My girl, she had a fucked up feeling about it. So Capone was gonna go. He 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 was still gonna go. But then he just like... You know, he just couldn't make the, the 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 correct and adequate arrangements to to do so. So he was like, "Man, I'm not gonna go, dog." It's, you know, it's like this, like this. I was like, "All right." I was kind of bummed out that he wasn't gonna go, but my boy Tony Capo was like, "Yeah, I'm flying in from Detroit. I'm flying in from Michigan." And then one of my other boys, Jay Barone, he's like, "Yeah, I'm I'm gonna fly out from Sacramento." And then one of my boys, Flax, that's he, he's, he lives right there in um, TJ and Baja. He's like, fuck it, I'll fly in from TJ. So, you know, we're all going to meet up right there, you know? But in my reading, it said that me and my squad would, would you know, this shit would affect all of us. Like, it, it, it almost spoke in plural, you know? So, I don't know, I was just kind of like, you know, like I said, I was with the... With, with the, with the prenda, with, with the enganga, and I was just over here, like, trying to, like, bargain with it, you know, like... And so, fuck it, I decided to go. Now, the day of that I'm going to go, you know, that morning I go get I go get a haircut. I already had all my shit ready. You know, I already had went shopping, bought some clothes, did everything that I had to do already. So, fuck it. You know, I'm, I'm here at the pad, you know, because this fucking tree, these trees have fell down in the back. So, I had the, the dudes that were, they were in the back cutting shit down, getting rid of shit. So, you know, I was moving things around too. And in one of those moves, I cut my finger. So, you know, it, it was a trip because I just seen the like the blood like running running down my hand, you know? And then and then that was it. And then so later on that night, I I um I head towards I head towards the valley to my mom's house, you know? Cause um my dad had wanted a haircut. So I was like, you know, I'll go over there real quick, give him a haircut. Jump in the shower again, and then I'll head to the to the to the Van Nuys LAX flyaway. That's over there on Woodley and Satakoy. So usually, you know, you just go there, you park your car, and you take that shuttle, and it you know it takes you to your terminal. So Thursday night, I send them a message. I'm like, "What's up? You know, you ready?" And yeah, I'm in my message, and then he calls me. He's like, "Hey, man, uh, I'm on my way. You know, drop off the kids." 
And then from there, you know, I'm gonna catch the shuttle to LAX and I'm gonna fly from LAX to uh, Mexico City, you know? And me, I caught a, I was, my flight was from uh, Tijuas to uh, Monterrey, straight, you know, direct flight. Uh, but for some reason, I, I was kind of like jittery. You know, I wasn't really feeling it. Uh, being, you know, that I was excited, pero tenía un sentimiento así como, no, no sé, like a, like a gut feeling, like a bad gut feeling. And I was like, hmm. So I wasn't really, you know, I wasn't really like as excited as I was on Tuesday. But check this out. Before the phone call on Thursday, Thursday morning when I woke up, it was warm. And I stepped out, uh, out the back door, you know, and uh, I got a, I got a view to the, to the Old Time Mountains. And I was looking over there towards the mountains, and I, I was had this like, this fear, like uh, this feeling of despair, like, uh, like fear. And I, I was kind of chalking it up to fear of flying, you know, because I had never flown commercial, you know, I. When I was young, you know, I went on a couple Cessna rides, uh, you know, helicopter rides with some scary shit. They're fun, but it's scary shit, especially the, if the guy, the pilot, the helicopter pilot is one of them fucking daredevils. You scare the shit out of you. But um, anyways, the commercial flight out here, no. You know, I done Con Air and even then they almost had to drag me on the fucking plane. Well, anyways, um, I'm looking towards the mountains, right? And I get this, this weird feeling like this little voice in my head telling me si vas wey ya no vas a regresar and I was like ah cabron I don't know it's just it was weird and then you know I'm at the stairs I'm at the steps y volteo and I see my dogs they're at the other door you know cause they got a clear view of me and usually if they when once I get up in the mornings and I, and I you know they see me in the living room they're jumping up and down through the security door they're jumping up and down trying to come in the house you know happy to see me that day they were just sitting there they were just sitting there like real quiet like with this sad look in their face and i looked at them and i was like i caught that i was like damn this this ain't even right something's wrong here so i looked back the other way towards the trees and 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 the hills over there in no time and um i don't know man just this feeling of like and i was like hmm so, you know, I go take a shower, you know, fix myself a cup of coffee, and then I call Eva and tell her, you know what, cancel the flight, man, I'm not going. And she tells me, nah, you know what, como que no vas a ir, you know, como vas a dejar que José se vaya solo, because Eva's a friend of ours, you know, she's a friend of ours, she, uh, Rabs knows her. And she's like, nah, como vas a dejar que se vaya solo, you know, ponle, vete, vete de vacaciones, go have some fun, go enjoy yourselves, you know. So I was like, eh, you know what, you're right. Fuck it, you know, you're right, I'll go. So, you know, I go on about my day, stay, do some running around, went to Rosarito, uh, see a friend, and I went and I, I seen a friend of mine, stopped by and told him, hey man, I'm leaving for the weekend, you know? I te dejo las llaves, I te dejo mi baica, and if I don't come back, well, you know, do what you gotta do. And I don't know where that came from, but I caught myself like, ah, cabrón? And he even told me, he's like, nah, I don't mind this way. You know, you'll be back. It's just going to be all right, you know. So, yeah, you know, me dio un abrazo. You know, we hugged. All right, man, I'll see you, you know. See you Monday. So, you know, I came home. 
I get on the fucking, this, it's like a Greyhound bus type shit. I get on the bus with my bag, you know, it got caught up in some shit. And then it slices my arm. Now my arm is bleeding. Like on my forearm, I have this cut. So, you know, I was just, I'm like, all right, that's two. Fucking driver looks like a straight crackhead. And that fool's driving all wild. The fucking buses or either the shit needed some shocks or something because the shit was just like bouncing all over the place, you know? Then that night, I get a phone call from Rabs. I sent them a message. You know, I sent I sent Conejo a message like, hey, you know, what's up, my boy, you ready? He made, he said, yeah, so it's okay. He calls me and he tells me, so it's okay, we are, yeah, we're in Camino. I'm gonna drop off the kids and um, and then I'll I'm headed towards LAX because he's going from you know LAX to Mexico City. Well, anyways, he starts telling me que se consultó. And to anybody that knows anything about Santeria and, and spirituality and, and that religion. The consultas, they're pretty accurate, you know. If you know what you're doing, they're pretty accurate. They tell you, like, what you should do and what you shouldn't do. So he's, he's telling me, yeah, you know what? It, it tells me that, you know, it's not all that good. You know, things ain't all that, that you know, it's not gravy if we go out there. We got to be on our, you know, P's and Q's. And it just, like, it was weird because... Well, I mean, I work. I, I'm not into anything, you know. We're not into anything, any shady dealings, any any type of uh, uh, criminal activity or nothing. So it was just kind of weird, like, ah, cabron, you know, where's that coming from? Yeah, we're just going to go. We're just going to go uh, shoot the video, you know, chill for a little bit. It was a matter of fact, you know, we're going to move hotels. We're not going to stay at the same hotel. He goes, this is, you know, it's, it's telling me that I, we got to be after, extra careful. So that, eso me puso kind of like apprehensive. So I told him, you know what? I'm going to go home and voy a consultar yo también. Because I, I do my thing. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a religious person. I'm not into Bible thumping or nothing. I, you know, nature's my thing. So I came home and I, you know, I got at my, my ancestors. And they told me the same thing. They told, you know, they were, they were giving me their blessings. But at the same time, they were like, I asked them, I said, hey, you know, am I safe? Am I cool to go to uh, Monterrey? And my answers were like, si, pero no. And I was like, ah, cabron. So I kept like, I kept asking them. So the more you ask, the more they'll tell you. You know, te dicen lo mismo. But anyways, so pasaron como 10, 15 minutos, and then my niece pulls up. And uh, my niece had just came back from Monterrey a week prior to that. So I asked her, I said, hey, um, Como está Monterrey? You know, what's, what's Monterrey like? What's what's the uh, what environment like? You know, is, is it like hot? <laughs> As in like a lot of cops and stuff? And she tells me, nah, tío, sabe que? Está bien calmado. You know, cuando llega ahí al aeropuerto, there's only two cops at the uh, at the entrance, at the uh, when you get off the gate. So I guess with that COVID stuff, they got like a thermometer or something, you know, where they take your temperature. She's like, yeah, but there's only two cops. That's it. You know, I'm an ex-con. I've been around. I know how things work down here. You know, you even if you're not into anything, you're still kind of uh, you're still kind of like on your toes all the time. You know, so she tells me, Nah, tío, it's cool. You know, vayase, vayase a divertirse. You know, just, you're gonna like it. It's nice over there. So I'm like, All right, you know, cool. So yeah, pasa la noche, and at three something, you know. Raz tells me that he's on his way to Mexico City. 
he tells me that he landed in Mexico City, you know? So I'm like, all right, cool. Ya en un ratito más me levanto, you know, shower up, coffee, y vámonos al aeropuerto. And you know, I, I, get, I get to LAX, fucking LAX, it's kind of like, you know, there's people there, but it's not like crazy, crazy like LAX. Like when you, you fly out at night, that shit, on the regular, that shit's like thousands of people there, you know? So whatever, I go through TSA, you know, that little body scan, whatever, you know, they run my passport, they do everything, no problem. I get up in there, um, I go to the little fucking Starbucks, get me a juice, you know, I got I got about a, like 45 minutes to kill. And um, fuck it, I jump on the plane, we head out. You know, it's crazy because 2019, we was all over the fucking place flying, you know? So I hadn't really jumped on a plane since then. And, uh, you know, fuck it, we're up in the air. We're, you know, you know, it goes out into the ocean and it comes back in. And then on, on the on the seat, like on the, on the, on the back side of the guy sitting in front of you, there's a screen with a little plane map. And you can see the plane where it's going, like where you're at in the U.S., you know, at that, that moment, how many... How fast you're going? What's the wind like? Um, you know, what's the, you know, because the, the times are going to change, you know, like two hour difference and at what time you're going to land and how many miles. So everything cool. Take a baby nap, you know, and um, we, you know, we, we get over there, you know. And then it was like a three hour flight. We land. And then before you land, they give you these papers where you fill them out. It's like, it's um, it's like they're like Mexican customs, you know, they're border people. And you fill it out and ask you like, where you going, who you staying with, how much money you got on you, shit like that. You know, where, some, you know, like your itinerary basically. So I fill my shit out. As soon as I go through them, they slide my passport. And, and the lady's like, hey, take a step back. Um, let me see your cell phone. Um, move this way. And they just, they come out of nowhere, several of them, and they just start fucking escorting me into this room. And I'm like, man, what the fuck's going on? You know, I felt like it, like I was going to get arrested for something. Something must have popped up on the screen for them to act that way, you know? I don't know what it says or what. And I'm like, what's going on? And they're not, they're not trying to give me no kind of fucking answers, no nothing. The lady takes my passport and my boarding pass. And she goes upstairs, the immigration people, Mexican immigration, she takes my pants, goes upstairs, and then they slide me into this room. When I go into this room, there's like, it's probably like, I don't know, maybe like 30 Colombians, another like 20 Venezuelans, and then, um, you know, just some, like a couple, like some Americans were in there, and you know, it looks like a fucking holding tank, you know, with the benches and you know they have a tv in there and motherfuckers are just being rude you know like and as i'm sitting there the room just starts getting packed up uh, i guess a, 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 another plane had landed you know and and it was um it was all all people from ecuador puro puro ecuatoriano stepping in deep you know and and the thing about people from from ecuador like those that i that i that i was that i checked out they're real, like, humble, like, real quiet, like, real soft-spoken, you know, they're, like, and you could tell they have, like, 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 a lot of indigenous blood in them, you know, and, and they're just real, like, peaceful and calm people, you know, fucking, you know, us Mexicans, like, we, we get loud and all that shit, so, and then, luego estamos en el DF, you know, so, you know, 
like, these motherfuckers straight Chilangos, you know? And they, and they like, hey, they, they, well, they're calling out names, you know, and these fools are soft-spoken and, and, hey, well, why don't you, you know, speak louder, I can't fucking hear you. They're like, they're on them, you know? Yes, they yeah, I'm there. No, you know, I see some of the Americans. They they get they get cut loose. They go, you know, they go on about their way to their next flight. And I'm in there, and I was like fucking three hours. They ain't telling me shit, no information, no nothing. So I I jam one up. So I jam one up, and um and I'm like, hey, well, this was going on. You know, I came from the U.S. It's that blue passport. You guys took it. I'm just sitting here. You know, I'm trying to know at least some information. Well, let me find out, but. But you know we'll 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 get back to you, and then the, like in the in the little tank that we were at, it was like the dudes running that were like fucking security guards. They weren't like Mexican, you know, customs immigration, none of that. These were like security guards, like some raggedy ass motherfuckers, like trying to act all fucking important, like you know, and and sit down and and just fucking just man, just being fucking like dicks, you know, and and. And you know, so like when they took all my stuff, I could see it. It was right there. So I had a like a like a Nike bag, and then this like this one that goes around and, like hangs from your shoulder, like a, sort of like a man purse. But and then I had like like my passport in there. No, no, not my passport. I had my wallet in there, and then I had a bunch of other stuff. But they put my phone in there, so I knew my phone was right there. So I tell homeboy, I'm like. Hey man, I need to use the bathroom, but can I go in my bag and get my my disinfectant? You know, I don't want to fucking sit on no fucking toilet bowl and catch fucking COVID. He's like, all right, that's cool. So when I pulled it out, I pulled out the cell phone, and boom, I went to the bathroom. So I go to the shitter and I call my girl, like, hey ma, you know that I'm fucking being detained. These motherfuckers got me right here. And you know, she my girl's half asleep and shit. She's just like, what? And I'm like, yeah, but I'll but I'll get back to you. I'll call I'll call you back. But yeah, they they got me right here. So you know, I go back. I got the phone on silent, whatever. And I'm in that room, and nothing's happening. I'm just in that fucking room for a long ass time. And then um, I pull out the phone, and I and I I'm getting man. I have a gang of missed calls. Fools are calling me. Neto Reynos calling me. Everybody's calling me. Messages, all that shit. And then my boy Flox, I was gonna fly in. I, I I sent him a message and I tell him like, being detained in DFA. I get a text at 5:33, telling me that he's been detained in Mexico City. And I don't know what it was, man. But when he told me that, I felt relief. Sentí alivio cuando me dijo que lo habían detenido, and I was like, man. We're not going. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. You know, I knew he was going to be all right. Something something in my gut told me that he was, even though he was detained, he was detained in Mexico City, but he was going to be okay. So I was like, damn, okay. So things weren't all that gravy. You know, things weren't all that good. They, they were right then. You know, uh, dejé pasar unos, I don't know, maybe half hour, an hour, or something like that. And I get at Prime, you know. I get out our boy Prime, like, hey, Prime, you know, they got, they got raps down in, agarraron al raps, way allá en el DF, lo detuvieron. So Prime didn't know, you know, Prime didn't know. Prime's like, oh, shit, really? Okay, he got on the phone right away. You know, he got, he got at, like, Conejo's lady. She already knew, you know, she, she knew, because he got at her right away. 
And uh, so they started, you know, pulling strings, calling people and doing everything to, to see, you know, make sure he was okay. And then I guess the light was so bright that he noticed that he wanted, the dude looked over there. He's like, hey, give me that phone. So they took the phone away from me. So this, uh, this dude comes down. I already have been seeing him. This Mexican dude, but this fool looked like a straight white boy. Style wet all the way. Pinches ojos azules. White as fuck. Pink, blonde hair, all that. Straight asshole, too. Straight fucking asshole. And that fool's like, you know, basically, I tell him, like, hey, man, what's going on, you know? And he, go, and he tells me, he's like, you know, if he tells me, your shit is it's an anomaly. It's an anomaly or something. And, you know, there's an alert on your name. And you've been flagged in your country, in the U.S. So... You know, we're gonna send you back to your country. We're not letting you step in, in inside our inside of ours. And I'm like, oh man, come on! I, I already missed. I have missed my flight already. From when they got me, like an hour in, it was my next flight. So I had missed my flight, the connecting flight to go to Monterrey. So I'm like, come on, man. You know, like. And then he tells me in Spanish. He goes, he tells me, um, este, no creas que porque porque vienes de Estados Unidos. Te vamos a tratar especial o, o, o no creas porque vienes de Estados Unidos y you no know, tienes tienes más este I forgot if you said like you know he said some shit like that pero like, aquí estamos en México y, y para que lo vayas sabiendo bien and I'm like all right now it's cool I get it you know I I don't want to like fucking be out of pocket because these motherfuckers will lose your paperwork. You know, you might end up in prison with a fucking fake charge on for this dumbass shit. You know, you never know. So, you know, I'm, I'm being cordial and shit, even though they're motherfuckers being a dick and, and telling me that, you know, this is Mexico, you know. I don't care if you're from the U.S. Right now, you're in my country, and you're going to abide by the way we we run our shit, you know. And I was like, bet, bet. I hear you. So... They come down, finally, after, like, probably four hours, five hours, whatever, they come down. You know, like, here, sign some paper. I don't know. I don't even know what the fuck I signed, honestly. I just, I thought I'm, they going to cut me loose right there, you know? Because I was like, man, I can still salvage this shit. I can still jump on a fucking plane. I'll be late, but I'll just touch down over there, go to the room, fucking jump in the shower, and head out. We'll, we'll shoot the video. You know, everything is hard work, and, and, and sometimes shit doesn't roll as smooth as you would, would expect it to be, so... So I'm like, fuck it, you know? Este, so now he's like, nah, well, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna send you back to your country, for, to your place of origin, we're deporting you, whatever. So I'm like, all right, well, fuck it. Here, let me sign these papers. I, let me get, let me, I'm thinking that's it. Nah, they, I get all my shit and they walk me, I walk down all these, like, I go up, I go left, I go right, go up some stairs, go down this, like, long hallway. And then I go straight into another room, another like big holding tank. And when I get in there, man, as soon as I walk in, I see about like 15 girls crying, all Colombians. Shit's packed, you know, like, you know, they're from South America and shit. Or, or you know, it could be like, well, it's like black dudes speaking Spanish, you know? So, and, and then in the end, you could, it came out that these black dudes were fucking Colombianos, Venezolanos. And I'm in there and it's full of fools from Ecuador, like, man, just a gang of, and, and these are like, it's like mom, dad, and, and and the kids getting deported back to back to their their, their place of origin. You know their the country of origin and shit. So you know I'm just I'm just right there. Like I'm the only one that's from the U.S. in that room, and every everybody there is on a mission to get to the U.S. And I'm on I'm on the only one getting sent back to the U.S. So they're like, you know, small talk. You know, 
the same shit. Now they get my phone and they wrap it up and they put some paper around it and they're like, they give everybody a phone call and I don't get a phone call. They're like, he's not allowed to call because he's on alert in his country. So I'm like, why, why the fuck am I on, on alert? And then the dude's this, here comes this big, tall fucking security guard. Just like, you know, he's like, um, I mean, it's like a, like a airport security firm. And I, and I seen like two of them because he had some kind of patches and then I seen another one that had some different type. And then he's like, he says some shit like, pues, pues que eres, eres terrorista o qué? You know? You know, and I'm like, I'm like, how would I be anything like that? How, if I just flew out of my country, if I had a warrant or if I had a, 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 some kind of alert, if I was flagged, my country would have never let me fly out. And he's like, pues, pues dime que debes, you know, dime que debes, quien eres, que has hecho, o qué? Like, some like, fucking patronizing type shit, you know, you know, and, and then the stupid look on his face, like inside, inside my head, I'm like, man, I'll break this fool's fucking nose, you know, like, and I'll fu- even though he's big, you know, like, that shit just get in you, man, you know, that energy get in you, and you fucking, you'll be on some David and Goliath type shit, you know, so, you know, he's just being a fucking asshole too, so, I, man, I don't pay that fool no mind, and then I'm in there fucking stretching because I've been sitting down and he's trying to tell me to sit down that, 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 this and that. And he's over there. He's just fucking trying to check fools. Don't be doing like everything, you know? And then, um, so you, I'm, I'm there. I'm there. Like I said, Colombianos, Venezolanos, in a gang, gang of people from Ecuador, a gang of people and shit. Sad, for real. This shit was like, I felt like I was in a fucking ICE detention center type shit. You know, over here, you're in a tank, you're in a fucking tank. Over there in Mexico, you're going to be in a tank, but, you know, it's going to be a little bit more grimy, you know? And um, they, 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 um, they came in and they, they handed out some lunches. Me, I just drank this little, they had a little fucking um, orange juice and some melon like slices, you know, so I ate that, but, you know, I was just more concerned what the fuck was going on, I wasn't even trying to eat or nothing, yes, they, so we're there, you know, they're taking fools, they took, a, they filled up a whole plane of pure Colombians, you know, e, and, and honestly, when I first, when they put me in that first tank, and I'm seeing all these dudes come in, and a gang of chicks, like from Ecuador, and, 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 you know, when they came in and, and like in my head, I'm thinking like, man, what are these people, fucking drug mules? That's what it seemed to me. Like they must have all had dope inside their like system, you know? But, you know, after talking to some, they just they just wanted to like make it here, you know? And then and then I was like tripping out on like there was all these Colombian girls and, and, and they were young and, you know, good looking, all that shit, fly shit, you know? And, and, and I remember when I walked in the second tank, they were all crying. All the Colombian girls were crying. And and like from what I know, a lot of a lot of Colombians, like females, they come to Mexico to to, you know, on that prostitution game, you know? And it was crazy because I was talking to this couple from Colombia and they were trying to make it to Monterrey. So I guess in Monterrey, there's a community of all Colombians right there, you know? And I was like, man, that's that's where I was trying to go. And then, you know, I was just tripping out on that shit. And um, and and it's crazy because this couple had money on them, 
and, and you know, these immigration fools were all trying to be all by the fucking book and all this and this and that. But they cut a deal. You know, while they were there, they cut a deal. They were going to get cut loose in Mexico City. You know, um, I chop it up with a couple of people and ask them questions like, hey, how, how are they doing it or what, huh? You know, and then basically the way it works, you get you get sent back to your country when they have that plane available. You know, they're not just going to get a fucking plane. Oh, all these people right here are getting deported back to their country. Nah, they wait till there's like fucking, they sold some tickets and there's some extra seats and they throw fools on there. You know, I, after I got a prime, I got at a friend of ours that's in New Jersey. That's a Baba Lao. For those of you that don't know what a Baba Lao is, he's a high priest in the in the Yoruba religion. And I get at him and like, hey, I will, uh, sabe que? Agarraron al, al, al Jose allá en, uh, en el DF, you know? What, what can you do? You got people down there. Think you could, you know, look into it? He's like, you know what, sabes que? As a matter of fact, me agarraste a tiempo, güey, porque estoy, que estoy haciendo algo aquí. Deja consultar. So I, I didn't even tell him what the gut feeling that I had had. I didn't tell him about Conejos, uh, La consulta que se hizo, and he starts doing his thing, and he starts telling me like, hey, you know what? He goes, yo no sé quién los cuida a ustedes, güey. He goes, los cuida, el, los, si los cuida Dios o los cuida el diablo. He goes, pero la verdad, he goes, es una, es, it's a blessing that Conejo got got arrested in, uh, got detained at, at the at the airport in uh, Mexico City. That right there told me what my, you know, that feeling of relief that I got. You know, my, my gut instinct, crazy, because I didn't give a war any details, you know, and he's telling me that if we would have made it to Monterrey, que nos iba a ir mal, because he didn't really want to, like, put, you know, like, be explicit about it. He just told me, because, hey, man, si hubieran llegado, les iba a ir muy mal. So out of nowhere, this other dude walks in, calls out my name, says, okay, we got a flight for you. You're going to get sent back. Right now, in about an hour and a half, I'm going to bring you some food right now. Fuck that shit up real quick. I'm going to go and get your passport and get your paperwork ready. And then we're going to, you know, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna ship you out. I was like, oh, cool, cool. So, you know, that gave me a little bit like, you know, even though I knew I wasn't going to go to Monterrey no more. I was kind of bummed out about that, you know. And, and, you know, I had got my ticket and hotel rooms and everything. I had everything ready, you know. I was like, fuck it, I'll just go back home and, and, and I could still salvage this shit. I could, I'm gonna make that video happen, you know? So, dude comes back like in 20 minutes with his big ass bag of fucking Carl's Jr. And a, you know, like a big super size and shit. Soda, and I'm thinking, what, is that shit for me or what the fuck? So, they call me up to the front desk and I have to sign for it. And he's like, yeah, this is for you. You know, go ahead, eat. Everybody just looking at me like, why the fuck that food's so special? Why they bringing them Carl's Jr.? I mean, it's not that it's like five-star anything, you know, but, you know, you're over here eating some fucking, like, microwave trays, some nasty shit. So that Carl's Jr. is like some fucking cuisine when you're in that situation. And a lot of these people were hungry. La neta, this shit was sad because there was kids that were like, there was like this couple and they had a son that was like, he was like, you could tell he's like my daughter Scarlett's age, you know? And and then and then there was kids like my like my daughter um Kay's age. And you know, like seeing that, like seeing those those kids, like it made me miss my my kids, you know? And 
and I just started missing my family, my girl, you know, little Scarlett, my daughter Kay, and, and you know, I just had a son, you know, J-Rock, Joseph, and, and, and you know, we, he's, he's only, right now that I'm recording this, he's about a month and a half old, you know, so we're barely starting to bond, and he's, you know, I could watch TV with him, and hold him, and, and, you know, and just have him right there, and he's just chilling, like, that's, that already started, so I'm just like, and I just want to get back to the family, you know? So I, I'm, I'm eating this shit. There's cookies in there. There's there's everything. I'm eating this Carl's Jr. bag, you know? Everything in it. Boom, boom, boom. There was a couple sitting next to me from Ecuador. And I'm like, hey, gustan? So, they, you know, they're like, they're real respectful. They like, you know, I'm like, here, grab some. They're over there like pulling like one fry and then like eating it real slow. I'm like, oh, man. And I'm like, here, you guys can have them. You guys can have the fries if you want. And then I, I eat like the hamburger like halfway. It was that big one. Like, you guys want this other hand? They're like, no, 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 thank you. Then they try to give it to another dude. He didn't want it. Like, they're real humble people, people from Ecuador. Yes, they. There was these two boys, like, 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 um, my daughter, um, K's age, like around 10, 11, 12, somewhere around there. They were goofing around, and the and the fucking the punk ass security already had checked them that they can't be doing this and swinging from the bunks and and all this shit. So. I went over there and I'm like, hey, quieren esto? I gave him the fries, gave him a little piece of hamburger, and I gave him the soda. And I was good. Homeboy came back. And then um, and then the, the that punk ass dude that was like the overseer, like, he just had like he was just a smart ass, you know? Like he had something to say, you know, and I was just being quiet, you know, like, all right, all right. Like in my head, I was like, man, if you hate your fucking job so much. Homeboy, why don't you fucking just quit? Why the fuck you right here? You know, just um, being a straight bitch to all these people, man. All these people are going through, like, this shit's pain. Ecuador to Mexico City is a fucking mission, you know? They go through so much shit to, to try to make it to Mexico or try to make it to the U.S., you know? Y pues, you know, this shit's just, oh, man, that's what I'm saying. I, I almost felt like I was in an ICE detention center. I could I could just imagine what it's like in there, you know? I was only in this motherfucker for a few hours, you know? So, finally, homeboy comes with my passport. I signed some fucking paper. Again, they don't, I'm just, they're just like, sign here, sign here, sign here, whatever. So, I get my shit, and they give me back my phone. And they're like, he can't use his phone until he's not sitting on the plane. I can't have it back, he says, until I'm not sitting on my seat. You know, so dudes walking me, boom, we're, we're talking, we're clowning. I'm like, man, what's up with homeboy? He's fucking acting like a straight bitch. What's wrong with that fool? And he goes, yeah, yeah, that guy's like that, man. Cool, and we're walking. You know, you want to use the bathroom? Like, yeah, I pull up, go in the bathroom, take a leak, and we keep on walking. We're walking to my terminal, which is a Delta flight. And, um, and as I'm going, I notice that there's, like, undercovers all up in, like, so as I pass one up, like, I guess on his ear, he's like, okay, he just passed this guy. So they're like, kind of like escorting me, but not like on me. You know, they're shadowing me. I get shadowed all the way. So then I get to my, I get to the, to the, to my terminal, to where I gotta go. You know, and and just go ahead and sit down. Homeboy gives me back the phone. He's like, "Fuck it, here's your phone. Go ahead." So I, you know, I start making some calls because I had a gang of missed calls by then, a gang of like text messages and everything. Everybody's like, "Where the fuck you at?" You know, and I guess word had got out. A little while after that, ya me llama el, el conejo y me dice, hey, um, I didn't tell you the whole story last night, dog. He goes, I didn't want you to panic. He goes, but my ancestors told me not to go. 
y said that, you know, sus ancestors le dijeron que pues, acechaba y cu. That means like death was was round, you know. But Rabs, you know, his work ethic, his work ethic is crazy, you know. That he he he's just uh, cumple sus compromisos, you know. Ya ya se había comprometido a hacer ese video, so we were on our way over there. It just so happens that his ancestors like nah, it's just, it's just too much, you know, and they stopped him stopped him from getting there and what's even what's even trippier is that he called his boy after that and i don't know if you guys remember i mentioned that my niece had told me that there was no cops no no there was no heavy um uh police uh force or no soldiers at the airport well when conejo called his boy in monterrey and he was waiting waiting at the airport for him. He told him, you know what there was. Ese día sí había mucho, mucho, mucho gobierno. And, I mean, only only God knows, only the Creator, only our ancestors knows what would have happened. I guess my boy Flax had got at Prime. Prime, they, you know, it was like a triangle. They got at my girl and everything, you know. And then they Prime got at the other homie. And the other homie had got me already a lawyer. Like, I already had a lawyer on deck for Mexico City. Which is the lawyer that 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 got fucking Rafael Caro Quintero released? You know, obviously I didn't have no fucking severe case, but they were already on the move. You know, dude was out of Culiacan, but had his office in Mexico City. He was already ready to move. They were waiting on me. You know, y este. So, you know, I fucking um. Finally, it's time to go. But me, they kind of like it was like like. They, they were real extra with me. So before I boarded anything, you know, I got, I went through this one section where I get like metal detected. They go through my shit, this, this, and that. I get pat down, everything. Then I, when I go up right by the terminal, right when I'm gonna almost board the plane, they take me to this other section and they swab everything. Like LAX, they do it sometimes. Like if it's random, they might like swab some shit, you know, like your pants or your shirt or something. And over here, it was like, take off your socks, your hands, the inside of your armpits, your shirt, the neck, everything. They it, That shit took about 20, 25 minutes to do that, you know? And, um, and you know, I didn't, I didn't mention this, but when I was over there, they, they made me take the shoelaces out of my shoe. So I'm walking with my shoes. They're all like, you know, flopping around type, whatever. They walk me all the way to my fucking seat, and then they leave. They wanted to make sure that I was on that plane. So... You know, I sit down, three hour and a half flight back. So, you know, finally, um, it's crazy because we're right there in the, in the, in the, what do they call it? Like, you know, we cross like, you know, Hermosillo's right there, Sonora, that, that Gulf that's right there and like Puerto Peñasco and all that. And I was, I remember I asked this guy, I'm like, man, are we really in the States? He's like, nah, we're in the, I forgot what they call it that bay right there I don't know if it's the, I think they call, I think they might call it the, the, the Bay of Cortez or some bullshit like that you know and he is there yeah whatever like once we I couldn't see water no more I'm like oh I'm sure we're like over Mexicali right now like Coachella that area boom you know then the guy gets on the fucking speaker and he's like yeah you know we're about to descend within the next 30 minutes you know LAX the weather's like this 
everything. So now me in my head, I'm getting like, fuck, now I gotta go to fucking US Customs. And, he, and these motherfuckers over here told me that I had a, you know, I was flagged by the US Customs. So when you when you go to LAX US Customs, you come down, you go in these all these zigzag lines and, all, and everything like, and then you go to this, they have like little kiosk machines. And you go up in there and you put your passport in there and they like, and then it like scans it. And then it'll, it, you get this, like a receipt, a paper comes out with your picture on it. And from there you go see the customs dude. So entonces este, when my paper came out, I was, I read it and I'm like, man, that's, that's not my name. It said Jaquit, like J-A-K-E-E-T dot initial. Martin with my real last name. I'm like, and I even asked one of the fools before. He's like, nah, they'll fix it. Go over there. So I go, I go to the thing. I give him my passport. He fucking does whatever. He scans it. He's uh, take off your glasses, your hat. He, I, I put my face in that. They have like a little, for a little camera. He gets, he, he scans my face. He types some shit in. Something pops up. Something came up right there. He types some shit again. And Next thing, you, and then he's like, all right, you could go. This process took about like two minutes. One minute to two minutes. So I don't know what the fuck Mexico City was talking about that I had a red flag because I would have had it right there, you know. And, and obviously I didn't have nothing because, you know, I walked out of there, walked out, jumped back on the shuttle um, that took me back to the, to the Van Nuys flyaway, got there. I jumped in my car. I'm headed towards my mom's. I call my mom just to make sure she's right there. And, I, you know, I'm telling her, like, this what happened. Because another thing I forgot to tell you is when I had went to my mom's before I left, I went over there to drop off my, my daughter Scarlett so she could stay with my mom's that weekend while I was in in in, in Monterrey. And then when I came back on Sunday, I was just going to pick her up, you know. So when I was there, I, I was telling her, like, before I caught my flight, I was like, man, mom, I have, like, a bad feeling about this shit. Like, I don't know. I, I feel something weird, you know. You think you could do You could pray for me? And, you know, my mom's hardcore Christian, so she's like, yeah. You know, so she like, you know, I, I put my head down and, and and she grabs one of my arms, like by my forearm. And then she just does this prayer to like, to Jesus, you know, you know, to, to take care of me on my journey and don't let nothing happen to me, you know. You know, my advice to everyone, listen to your gut feelings, to that instinct, you know, porque no es tu, no, no es tu gut, es tu, son tus ancestros, es tu guardian angel, whatever you want to call it. You know that's looking out for you and they look out tough you know me and me and Conejo are are uh, proof of that we're still here you know we're still here to tell this story as I'm talking to my boy Flox as I touch down I'm like yeah for I'm back my bad because you know I made everybody buy plane tickets and all this bullshit everybody had to go shopping to buy clothes and get buy tote tote bags and shit like that you know so you know, I'm like, man, my bad, fool. Like, when he was like, nah, fool, it, it was a blessing in disguise. So what happened was when, when all this shit was going down, when he found out, when I texted him from the from over there, he got out of this babalao we know. We call him a wall. It's un babalao. So entonces he's out of New Jersey. So this fool, he calls him, and he tells him what's going on. Was el babalao. En chinga se va su tablero y se empieza a tefar. That means basically he's, he's, se empieza a consultar. He's doing divination. And he tells my boy Flax that, he goes, he starts like kind of, he goes, man, if you guys would have went down there, 
Iku was waiting for you fools down there, which is death. That shit was, there was no way around it. You guys were going to get, something was going to happen to you fools, you know? And then, he, and then he starts, like, laughing. He says, like, la neta, I don't know who's, who's protecting Conejo. I don't know if it's the devil or it's God, but that motherfucker got protection, you know? Eso es lo protegen, because what was waiting for him over there was some savage shit, you know? And 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 it's crazy, you know, how... how and it takes me back to my first reading when all this shit started that, I, I you know, I, I did the reading with mine, and it was just like, you know... I didn't want to be all extra and get all paranoid and panic that this, you know, but like I try to be calm when it gives me a, a negative reading, you know, and try to like be sensible and, and, and think things out and not get all hysterical about it, you know, so, but, you know, in the end, it was a blessing in disguise. I didn't make it over there. I talked to Neto. We still going to do the video. We still going to put it together. And um, I'm here. Gen 32. Queimar, ya llegamos Haciendo brujería como los cubanos So tell your bitch Pa' eso estamos Conectado con la maña So we got them cuadros That's a mind state Estado mental Motherfuckers on the ice Trying to get a señal Pero se pierden Right from the gate Flying way out of state H1 of the great Se pone grave Jefe mueve con clave If I say the magic word Aterriza mi nave Se roca Mi placa sus la coca Homie se te rafaja sus y pa' bajo mi contra Pagas pota La última gota El comando nada choque Elimina tu tropa Oh no Them boys know the time You are now tuned in to a sinister mind This episode is brought to you by Bonnaroo.org Make sure you check out our newly designed store and merchandise. Inside a sinister mind, Patreon. A hub that offers produced video, behind the scenes content. Getting deaf music and lyric breakdown episodes. Subscribe and forget to download exclusive music soundtracks. So for more information, you already know. Inside a sinister mind.com. <laughs>